Welcome to um, a new episode of Words from the B-Side and also the very first episode of Words from the B-Side that is going to be a YouTube post and um, a audio podcast. So we'll see how this goes. It's going to be a little interesting to um, have me do this where you guys can see me and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of cool, but I got to get used to the concept because I'm used to being able to do all this extra stuff without people seeing me and I can get my thoughts together and all those things. So uh, we're going to work through this together. Um, So I wanted to kind of just uh, because I don't like to take up too much time, I like to kind of give you guys everything and then hop out so that I give you your quick little 20 minutes and then you go about your business. I go about mine's um, purposeful, purposeful few minutes. Right. Um, So this week. Hopefully everybody's having a good week. I always ask and make sure you guys are good. I have been um, having a decent week. It's still the beginning of the week. So, but by the time you guys get this, it'll probably be the middle to the end. So only you will be able to answer that question when you hear the question come. Um, This week for me so far is really long. I have a lot of different things going on. I podcast with my best friends. I'm doing my own thing. I am an engineer by day. I have a little tiny person who needs every bit of my attention when she sees me. Whew. So sometimes my week is a little long and uh, wine should be included. And sometimes I'm even too tired for wine. Like, how does that work? Like you guys have no idea how I used to come home every night pre baby girl and drink wine. So imagine how much I need it now, but I'm too tired to pour it. Um, so that's a funny, that's a funny cause I'm a wine girl. So anyway, I guess this week, oh, no real updates on food guys. Uh, I haven't been doing anything crazy. Nothing that I need to kind of report, no slip ups. I went to Cheesecake Factory this weekend with my best friend and my cousin. And I'm gonna tell y'all my mouth was so on that chicken parmesan sandwich and sweet potato fries, but I behaved myself, okay? So I behaved myself and I had a shrimp quesadilla that was $20. I need Cheesecake Factory to get their life, okay? Because those prices are too high. How about, Monique, we boycott Cheesecake Factory? How about we do that? You trying to boycott Netflix? Um, I will not talk about her because I stated my opinion about her on the podcast with my friends. So y'all head over to SoundCloud and check out uh, She's Gotta Have It Part 2 of um, Say Word where me and two of my very best friends and sometimes four, depending upon who shows up for recordings, keep y'all cracking up and laughing. Y'all see a whole different Miss B over there, but it's okay because it's still Miss B either way you look at it. So that was the plug, the plug. So anyway, let's hop into a few of the things I want to talk about before I get into the main topic. Kim Kardashian, let's just get right to it. There is a picture of her, another one. Let's just say that another picture of her on the internet Black fur coat, cute, you know, she got these braids. I'm so sick of her and these braids and how people praising her about these braids, even though black girls been wearing braids forever, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that today because she's not going to take up my positive space with her foolishness and her shenanigans. I will read her in another place. I will not read her right now. I'm trying to send y'all positive vibes. Anyway, boobs out. Fur coat, I, I don't get that. I don't know what the temperature was in her house, but uh, she was naked pretty much in a thong and a, and a fur coat, whatever that meant to her. Now, let me tell y'all something about me. I'm old school. I'm 36 years old, but I'm old school. I was raised by 
sophisticated black women who was church going wholesome. I still ain't seen nothing below a little small V-neck on all these women in my family. And even I understand they're older, different time, um, different different lives they were living back then. I know things are different now, but there are certain things about the way that they came up that I feel should apply to the way that we live now. And I'm going to tell you why things like what Kim Kardashian is doing are really bothersome to me. For one, they're teaching our girls that this is normal. They're having your ass out on social media is normal. Now I have a child that's almost one pretty girl. I know she's going to, my babies, I'm sorry, y'all. I mean, it sounds a little vain, but that's my boo thing. She's cute to me. But she's going to get out here. And if things don't change, what are they going to be wearing when she's a teenager? I mean, us people who are raised with a different idea of how to carry your body and what decency and class and sexiness really is, right? The state of mind, what you feel about yourself on the inside, walking into a room in jeans and Uggs, because I'm telling y'all that's my staple, um, and a sweatshirt and still getting the same attention that the woman who was naked is getting because the confidence inside is so shine so bright that you don't have to be naked to get attention. See, that's the thing for me. When I see her and I see all the comments under her post and I see all the people rooting her on for her foolishness, it sickens me because it's a bunch of people jumping on this bandwagon to praise someone who was clearly missing something on the inside. Help me understand what you are missing that you step away from your husband and kids to take pictures of your ass to put on the internet. It's something missing. It's something missing inside that you're still seeking the attention that comes with that. You have a daughter. So I, I just think I'll never be able to understand the fact that people want to make this a women's rights issue, a women's empowerment issue as part of the movement. Women should be able to do what they want, go wherever they want. No one should say anything to them. And hey, I'm all about a woman being able to do what she wants to do. It's her prerogative if she wants to have her ass out. But listen, when you go out there and you do that, you open yourself up for the criticism that comes with it. And to me, that is thoughtism. That is thought behavior that people want to normalize so that it is acceptable to not be tasteful and decent as a woman. So what does it mean to be a woman? I'm not even going to get into that. Because there's not enough time in this podcast to get into that. But I think people need to start thinking about the definition of being a woman and what they want that to mean for them. Do they want it to be online nudity, giving away everything up front, getting unwarranted attention and then getting angry because people are saying something to you that you don't want to hear, but you put yourself out there for it. What what do you want being a woman to mean to you? And I'm passionate about it because the girls coming up behind us, we have to be the example for them. What do we want them to be? What do you want your daughter to do? I mean, hey, they raising them up in that family to use what they got to get what they want. So maybe she won't care. But the reality is those of us who have to raise our kids against that standard that is being set. That's a difficult thing. That's a very difficult thing. So 
I just want people to be mindful of that. I think people need to really start taking a look inside to figure out what it means to them. You know, I went out on social media today and I wrote a post about how I felt. And I know a lot of people will feel like I'm judging her and I'm attacking her. I mean, because my body don't look anything like hers after two kids. And that is okay. I'm still cute. I mean, I got more boobs than her, but I still wouldn't go out there and put them all over the Internet for the for that type of attention, because that ain't the type of attention I want. So, you know, it it's really not even about being a hater or sitting around, sitting on my soapbox, being judgmental as a Christian. It is just decency as a woman, because I don't want the meaning of being a good woman and being a woman with standards to be shunned upon as women who are looking down on women who don't really mind being who she is. What does it mean to be a mother? What does it mean to be a wife? Are there no longer standards on that? So that's all questions for another day. I'm not even going to get into it, but that picture got under my skin and I just can't quite understand why she's still doing that at this point in her life. I don't, I don't understand why anyone is doing it. Maybe a young girl with no responsibilities and she's not thinking about anything and she's just living in the moment, but not a Kim Kardashian. You, you have no reason to be doing that. So anyway, moving right along before I get caught up because I will get caught up. Um, so I'm gonna move right along to the state of the union. The state of the union is going on um, as we speak. I think he's not my president, so I had no intentions of intentions of all at watching. I'm standing in solidarity with all those who are woke. Power to the people, because I ain't, I ain't here for it. He there's nothing that a Donald Trump and anyone in his cabinet could say to me about the direction that this co- country is going in right now. Hell. In a handbasket, I'm saying that into the mic so it's very clear. Hell in a handbasket. That is the extent of where this country is going right now under the leadership of that fool. So y'all go ahead and watch whoever is watching, but I'm I'm rocking with the people that are not. I will be all the way here in the moment for uh, my cousin, uh, Angela Rye, as she does her state of the union comeback. I think that's going to be tomorrow. So I think by the time y'all hear this, she'll likely have done it. But for those of us who rock with her, we will have seen it. Um, I will have tweeted or Facebooked or something about it uh, by then on any of my social handles, because that's my girl. Uh, She's out here working for us, whether or not she realizes it or not, because I don't, I don't even think I, I think the last time I heard her say something, she wasn't even interested in being a politician. She just out here making sure we getting the word. So um, I love her. She has a podcast. I don't know if y'all are watching her or whatever, but she's super dope. Like she's super in the know. She's, she's, she's super smart. Like everything. I just love her. And she's dating common. Like she's dating common. She's dating common. Like enough said. She's, she's dope. So yeah. And Queen Maxine, I heard is going to be in the building. We all love Queen Maxine. Like she comes for you because she always is reclaiming her time. If you don't know her, I don't know where you've been under a rock or something, but she's amazing. She's amazing. Um, So I would like to hear if she comes to bring forth a word herself at this event. So I'm all the way here for that again. And hopefully you guys will be tuned into that. Okay, so let's go ahead and get on into the topic. This Actually, this topic came about because this week I I was talking to a couple of my friends and I have a lot of friends right now who are killing it out here. They are out here 
living their dream. They are out here making things happen and they're starting their own businesses and, you know, they're developing their crafts and they're finding things they're passionate about that they really love to do. And that is one thing that I will say that, um, God has really blessed my life with some awesome people because my circle this year is all on this wave of living their best life. And I'm telling you the truth. It's real. Like everybody is making a move towards something that they felt was something that they needed to be doing. So I'm so proud of everybody. I'm so proud of everybody um, in my life that I care anything about. They they're they're doing it. Um, But, you know, there's always concerns about starting a business or stepping out on faith to grow a craft into a business that you are a little nervous about. And so I'm going to start with me specifically because for me, this has been a scary journey that has not yielded as much fruit as I have would have wanted to see it yield. Um, like I always say, I say all the time, I am not new to writing. I have been writing for a long time. Like you could give me a topic. I'll write you a blog in a couple of minutes. Um, you can ask me to go and speak in front of a group of people about blogging or just anything in general topics that I'm passionate about business, anything I can go tomorrow because I have been working on my craft. But when I started this part of the journey, this YouTube, this uh, SoundCloud, um, and even as far back as when I started uh, actually blogging, it's terrifying. It's terrifying because you get out here and there are a lot of us out here. Like there are so many amazing creative people in this space. There are so many of us. And the reality of the situation is They are all our competition. You know what I'm saying? Like they are all our competition. And even though you don't want to look at it like that, that's real. It's real because you have to compete for the next spot, depending upon what your goals are, right? So you may not want to be the next big blogger, but you want people to come to your site. You want people to notice your material. You want people to share your material. You want to build a following that's going to be faithful and rock with you through whatever it is that you're doing. There are so many people out there I admire and they have hundreds of thousands of followers that were grown organically because they put the work in. And a lot of times when we are starting new things, we look at people and we're thinking that, you know, they did this, they popped off overnight. And a lot of people are really working behind the scenes to build their business. So when I talk to my, you know, a couple of the people that are in my life that are, you know, entrepreneurs at heart or, you know, have uh, skills that they love, things that they enjoy, passions in life that they're clear about, There's a fear about starting for a lot of reasons. And I understand those reasons because I've been there. You know, you look at your stats, you look at who's looking, how many people shared your material, how many hits, all these different things. That stuff drives you nuts. I put out one intro video. I've been looking at YouTube ever since trying to see how many people looked, if anybody. And it really will 
dampen your spirit because it's not what you want. You want to, you want instantaneous people see you. They like, yes, honey, share. I like her. And you got a hundred thousand followers tomorrow and it's lies. So the only things that I really want to share regardless in, in regards to that, not regardless, um, in regards to that is just to mainly understand number one, why you're doing something. Because you can't get into a situation where you're starting a business for anyone but yourself. Because if you don't do it for you and you're doing it for something else, it's not going to be successful. That's why you can't do things for money. You do things for money and so it's driving you. It's not the passion. It's not the success of it. It's not the people that it will touch. It's for something else. So I think... It matters that you understand your purpose, right? You understand what sacrifices you have to make. So initially, you have to write down the reasons why you're doing things and every step you need to make to get there, right? So I'm going to tell y'all what I do. I do sticky notes. I do sticky notes because it allows me the opportunity to just write little things achievable goals that are measurable. I can stick them anywhere. Like I'm like Mary Jane. I have positive quotes on walls and my mirrors in the bathroom and stuff because a lot of times I need to feed my soul with those things. When I forget life gets hard, right? So it's the same thing with business. I'm very, very, I'm focused on that. So I know exactly why I'm doing something and it helps me stay focused. And I think a lot of times we need to do that because we forget that step that way, when you start to get discouraged and you don't feel like you're growing and things that are not working out the way that you want them to work, you can make sure that your purpose is still clear to you. You don't get off track because I'll tell y'all ever since I've been doing this podcast thing, you know, I always send to my friends. I ask for feedback because right now they really are my core audience as I continue to grow, you know, um, for how, however long that's going to be. And that feedback will sometimes deter me from the main goal. And like I told you guys in the intro, I say all the time, the main goal is to really share myself in a way that doesn't tell all my good business, but in a way that exposes certain things about my life that are helpful to other people. Because I think sometimes, well, I know for a fact, we don't go through things, right, to not share them. So when I blog or when I record a podcast, I try to keep that in mind is why my motivational piece of everything I do is much longer than anything else, because that's the part that's important to me. But that feedback sometimes deters me from the ultimate goal. But then I come back like today I was talking to my son about the, uh, the YouTube channel. And I'm like, son, you know, I'm getting ready to go and record, you know, I'm talking to him and everything. And he's almost 15, but I tell you that little boy has been here before. And I was like, well, I didn't get some good feedback today from, you know, my, one of my coworkers, he, this is just not his thing. And I respect his honesty, but, um, it's just not his thing. So some of his feedback is like, it hits me really hard. And my son said, you know what, mom, uh, you have to remember your core audience. He was like, and men are probably not it. And that's okay. He was like, so just keep working on them. You get that core strong. Then, you know, once your core strong, you can start venturing out and doing other things. I'm looking at this little boy like, where did I get you from? 
He is the wisest little child I've I've ever known at his age. He's always been that. Imagine an eight or nine year old saying that to you. He probably would have been that child. But either way, I digress. So that's that's part of the key to is exactly what what he said. You have to get your base, stick with what you know, stick with what works for you. Take whatever advice you can take and tweak it and keep moving. You know, use what you can, discard the rest and keep going. Because if you know what's in your heart and what you should be doing and what the purpose is, you can't waver from that. You can't allow anyone to waver you from that. And then you have to understand the sacrifice in it all. You cannot measure your successes against other people. Because if you do that, if you measure your success against other people, you're never going to get where you want to go. Like I said, people are working behind the scenes. There are people been doing this 10, 12 years and then the next thing you see them and they have 200,000 followers and you think they came overnight. And it's not true. There is work going on behind the the scenes. You should be your biggest competition because as you keep getting better, what you're doing keeps getting better. That's the key. You measure your success against every milestone that you that you meet. So you can't allow the success of others to deter your progress because the reality is there's somebody behind you that's hungrier than you. They have the same skills. They have the same crafts. They have the same set of equipment. They have the same education degrees, whatever it is. They got the same concept. They got the same website. But guess what? They want it more than you. So they make one more phone call than you. You know, they tweet out one more time a day than you do. You know, they reach out to people and send emails, you know, three more times a week than you do. That propels them quicker because they're being consistent. They're being consistent in growing their business. That is something that everyone has to remember. Consistency is the only way to get where you want to be. A clear message and consistency. So that's the, the that's the the two important things that I want to get out. But another thing that I think is key that I think people forget is that starting a business is expensive. Now, for me in in my line of creative space and what I do in my free time, it's minimal expense, but it's still expense. There's websites, there's hosting sites, there's advertisement, there's going to be a PR person coming, you know, I'm getting consultation for book writing, you know, all these things cost money. And so you have to be willing to do that because there's always going to be a monetary investment in a business. It depending upon what kind of business, how much money you spend, because I knew I spent thousands of dollars a year in my blog. And I would love to see the fruits of my labor just burst into this robust field of fruits and vegetables. But honey, that's not what happens. There is still work that needs to be done. There's still every day getting on social media. There's still every day retweaking and putting out material and doing whatever. It's work. It's time. It's money. But when you believe in it and your vision, your purpose is clear, things are written down, you can get where you need to go and you can stay on track. But just remember, you don't have to have everything. You don't have to know everything. You just have to have your purpose and a plan and keep moving forward. That's all you have to have. And as far as, you know, business cards, you know, I mean, 
you got to have all those things. You got to have flyers and business cards and websites and you got to have accessibility to people. You know, I think I just wanted to say all that to say that there are so many steps to this. There are steps to having a business and they are frightening and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of late nights. It's a lot of investment. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort, but it's what you want to do and it's worth it. And you cannot be afraid to do it just because there's so many other people doing it. It doesn't matter. They're never going to do it the way you do it with the flavor that you do it with, with the investment that you, you know, that you put into it. They don't have your heart. They don't have your mind. They don't have your expectations for yourself. They don't have your life experiences. They don't have any of the things that you bring into the table that you're pouring into that business. So you have to believe enough in yourself to know that all the sacrifices that you need to make to get there, that you can do those things. Just be clear in that. Just be clear there's something you really want to do and just keep doing it. No matter what the limitations are, don't put limitations on yourself because you have expectation that you have to have this grand thing in place in order to be successful. It doesn't work like that. You don't have to have everything figured out and you don't have to have this whole big setup and all these numbers and all these followers in order to start driving your business. Don't give up on yourself before you start because you're going to end before you start if you do that. Like I said, there have been times where I think in my mind, if I would have been this diligent in my craft and really just rebranding and restructuring and reorganizing, stepping out there on faith and doing some different things that I would have never done, where would I be now if I hadn't waited? Because y'all would not believe I never wanted to do a podcast by myself. That's why I started one with my best friends. I always thought, oh, girl, please don't nobody want to hear you talking, you know, for no few minutes. But the reality is it's super dope because I have all the creative um, control over it. I can say what I want. I can be myself. I ain't got to worry about nobody else. I can release when I want. I can talk directly to the people who follow me like it's all me. But I had to get to a space where I accepted that. And so, you know, I just want to share that because talking to a couple of the people in my circle and in my life this week, just let me know how fearful some of us are with these business ventures and why we really shouldn't be. Just get out there and do it. You know, one of my girlfriends, she's so amazing. I've been watching her. I've been watching her growth and it's funny because we haven't even been cool that long. We don't even see each other. But when I tell you this girl is amazing and I'm just watching her grow on social media, I'm watching her step out and do stuff that probably wasn't even in her dreams to do. And she just growing her business. You know, you would never think that this girl was afraid to post things on social media at one point. Now she all over there doing her thing. And it is amazing to see her growth even when my best friend stepped out and left her good government job good government job gone left the building and started her own thing dope doing her thing hitting the right people talking to the right people getting in the right circles I mean dope because she's not putting limitations on herself and what she's capable of doing and the fears that she had she walked past them and she operates past them. Not that they probably still don't exist. There are a lot of fears. I fear the success of my podcast and my YouTube channel and my blog all the time. But because I love it, I'm passionate about it. 
I don't get a dollar for anything that I have invested so far, but I'm not going to stop because it's a passion that I know is going to be something that I want it to be eventually, as long as I never lose consistency again. So I'm able to say that to you guys because I have operated in that space. So out of fear of beating a dead horse and we're at a 30 minutes here and you know, I like to keep it short for you guys. I hope that you enjoyed the first episode um, that was dual recorded and put out on all the audio waves for the ones who like to listen and on to YouTube for the ones that like to see me. And um, I hope you guys have a great week. There was some thought provoking information here for you. You better not have watched that State of the Union or you can unsubscribe to my channel and stop following me on social media because I don't play that. But anyway, love y'all, mean it and see y'all on the flip side.